Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. We can see the, the long-term effects after that, uh, especially in the most vulnerable, which are usually children and young people, older adults, people with existing or pre-existing mental health issues, um, frontline workers, and uh, even people in financial difficulties. So we could see that the long-term effects could be post-PTSD, uh, or even severe depression. So, so being pregnant uh, in just normal times, you know, you, you, you can have those uh, daily worries. So just uh, mm. let alone in the midst of a global pandemic, 
Uh, and um, I just want to point out, which is quite important, that usually pregnancy is um, portrayed as this moment of great joy. And it is often not the case. Actually, it can be very emotional for a lot of women, even in normal times. And they tend to be more susceptible to um, antenatal anxiety or depression. So the you anxiety- say antenatal, is that... That's so, during pregnancy, so during right? pregnancy, yes, during pregnancy. So the anxiety can vary, um, you know, as simple as, you know, worries about appearance or worries about labor or birth or the health of the baby or even future parenting. But um, these anxieties can become more chronic and they can include um, anxiety disorders um, like um general anxiety disorder or obsessive compulsive disorder, post-traumatic stress, or even tocophobia, which is an extreme fear of childbirth. So the, these can occur on their own or they can occur uh, um, by coexisting with depression. So, so it's really important to really keep an eye on the mental health of pregnant women at the moment. So how can coronavirus kind of worsen that situation? Because as you're saying, mental health is already kind of precarious when you're pregnant. Yes, absolutely. So so I would actually suggest um, that in gen- the general factors that we tend to look at in pregnant women that might have a chance in an increase in these anxieties or, or disorders is if she had a previous diagnosis or she had a family history of anxiety, um, if she had a previous miscarriage or a fetal loss, um, even pregnancy complications, uh, fertility struggles, uh, eating disorders have been shown as well to um, have an impact on anxiety during pregnancy, um, mm. trauma and stress as well. So if, if, um, if if we you know if the if the mom or the mom to be had any of these general factors, so maybe she will be more prone to be extra anxious or or perhaps extra you know st- stressed in these times. So it's good to keep an eye on that. And do you know anything about how coronavirus at the moment is changing the experience of being pregnant? Are there extra precautions that people have to take? So in a mental health aspect or just um, as we, is it a mental health aspect or one, you know, just I think in general, in general, I think, physical and mental. So at the moment, I mean, we've got all the um, uh, the uh, government advice and the public health advice that we should actually um, uh, follow through. But in terms of mental health, there's actually a very... um, uh, important uh, paper that just published in a in a in a in a scientific journal called The Lancet, and this paper just emphasised on the importance of really looking and supporting mental health in this time. And I think it, I think this just because it's just it has to be like a sort of immediate priority for longer term strategies in terms of mental health research. So so we don't know because it's a new virus. But what we can see from previous viruses is that uh, people who tend to go through pandemics or epidemics, as I said, disasters, they tend to have 
an effect mentally after that. So we just want to minimize the impact as much as possible. And this paper came out emphasizing on how to prioritize that during this time. Um, and a survey just launched uh, late March, just just having a snapshot on, uh, on, on, on the anxiety and stress levels at the moment. And uh, already we can see that people, just from isolation alone, people are... are are showing signs of anxiety and stress as well. So it is affecting the public, more or less. So, uh, so for, yeah. Go, sorry, go for it. No, 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 no. So I just wanted to say that in terms of, of, of pregnant women, in terms of physical aspects, so it is a new virus, uh, mm -hmm. and all the studies that we have uh, now are quite limited, and there are case-by-case -case studies. So they rely on... on um, you know, just a, a few pregnant women or a few births. So it, it is not a peer-reviewed publication, obviously, because it's a new virus and everything is quite urgent and you need to, to just know about it every day more and more. So we have to rely on, on, on these cases and we have to rely on results from other countries as well. But I, I just want to say that, uh, you know, till now, the, the results have been somewhat, um, you know, quite positive that uh, even though the uh, mom to be, uh, if they've shown any uh, symptoms of COVID-19, etc., um, it is quite mild and um, it doesn't pass on through the placenta to the baby as well. And then I'm sure you've heard of some cases where the baby did catch COVID-19, but mm -hmm. also tend to be quite mild and the babies tend to recover quite quickly. So this is quite actually encouraging and quite promising, to be honest. <laughs> But we still That's don't reassuring. know. That is hugely Absolutely. reassuring, though, because I think Absolutely. already when you're pregnant, there are so many anxieties about your child's health. And then obviously when there's a pandemic, Absolutely. it's a Absolutely. very scary time. It is very scary. And it is it is the day to day worries of a, of a pregnant mother. And it's perfectly normal. Um, so just, you know, add to the side of pandemic and <laughs> it, just, it just becomes a bit more amplified. But it is very encouraging. The results are very encouraging. But that doesn't mean as well that, um, you know, you should just, um, um, you should really just try to be extra careful because actually pregnancy, your immunity tend to be suppressed in different times, like in different um, trimesters as well. So it tends to be to fluctuate a lot. Um, so that's why here in the UK, the um, pregnant women are under the vulnerable, vulnerable group because just to have an extra precaution for that. How do you think lockdown measures are impacting the mental health of pregnant women? Um, I think, I mean, uh, for pregnant women, it would be kind of more or less the same as um, the general public. So there will mm. be obviously anxiety and, and um, stress. Um, and I think more than anything for pregnant women and as well as the general public, they really should take daily steps to really take care of their mental health um, and, and to really minimize the impact of this isolation and also the uncertainty of, of the pandemic because it is quite like, you know, it's, it's like a race that you don't know where is the finish line. Um, so it's just it's just one of these things that you really have to um, um, take care of day 
every day and, and, and try to control it as much as possible. I've heard from a lot of pregnant women that it's been difficult. I think what you were saying before about there's this view that pregnancy has to be a wonderful, joyful thing. Um, and obviously with lockdown measures, you can't do the kind of traditional celebrations. You can't, you know, have the grandparents around no. to visit the baby once it's born. You can't do the baby shower. How can you deal with that kind of missing out on those things? I think we're quite fortunate to live in a modern time where you can actually do all these virtual communications and try to just just be in touch with loved ones and family and friends as much as possible. I know personally of friends and colleagues that um, actually did a virtual baby shower and that helped a lot. Just, you know, just doing these little celebrations, uh, uh, it, it does improve the mood. Um, so, so just really to communicate as much as possible. And I actually, I found what really helped with a lot of uh, pregnant women right now, especially that are due in the next couple of weeks or month, is that just it's good to read as well um, stories of women that just gave birth under these circumstances. And you'll be surprised, actually, there was a lot of positive um, birth stories. Uh, so I was surprised as well because, uh, you know, people tend to, to, to think the worst, that they're going to be extra stressed and, and this Perhaps the medical system will be different and the experience will be different and pregnant women won't have, um, you know, much shorter choices in terms of birth and labor. But actually, I found a lot of um, uh, women that actually gave birth had positive experiences during these times, which is quite encouraging as well. Do you know where uh, people could read those off the top of your head? Absolutely. So you've got the social media, there's loads and there's amazing birth campaigns and um, birth organizations that are up updating uh, their website. So, so, so do have a look at, at, at these. And for for actually public health guidance and for, for factual things, I would recommend uh, looking up on the pregnancy and COVID-19 in the Royal College of Obstetrician and Gynecologist. So they tend to be very, very good at updating with guidelines and, um, you know, the latest outcomes and studies in terms of pregnancy and COVID-19. Um, they are quite up to date with that. What do you think are your kind of tips or advice of what people can do if they're struggling with the mental health during the pandemic and in lockdown? What are some kind of practical steps they can take? I believe that the simplest steps are the most powerful. So, and that has been uh, proven as well in research. So, things like taking deep breaths. I do it myself. So, just deep breathing. Uh, it has shown to actually um, decrease anxiety and, and stress. And there's a lot of breathing exercise techniques out there that you can do. In terms of pregnancy, if you do deep breathing, um, it might reduce breathlessness and hyperventilation. Mm -hmm pregnancy and this actually is quite helpful in increasing the lung capacity which can have a positive effect on the health of, of the mother and the baby and you can do that first thing in the morning or in the evening before you go to bed or whenever you feel upset I would actually recommend like I said before just to talk and connect with friends and family members and um, if you need a bit more support you can uh, join a, lot, uh, a group online or a more structured therapy 
Um, you know, you can contact an experienced prenatal counselor or psychotherapist if you're really feeling um, anxious and and uh, you need that extra support. And um, and I find it interesting. Actually, there was a research done a couple of years ago who has found that just by by using talk therapy, whatever form it is, it can be a preventative intervention for the daily stresses that we have in and mental health care and pregnancy. So that can be really, really helpful. Um, also, getting the right amount of sleep. Um, I'm mm-hmm. sure you've heard that before, but sleeping. No, that's health huge, though. Are so connected, and 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 you know, it's just it's just really have that protective um, effect on your sleep hygiene and and winding down. Uh, so just take an hour before you sleep and have that routine. Just uh, turning down the lights, just being quiet, just because that really helps with all the sleeping problems and insomnia and and obviously the lack of sleep can trigger or worsen the symptoms of anxiety disorders um and um and and as we all know that sometimes uh, you know pregnant women they they do suffer from insomnia and 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 uh, you know like a lack of sleep or not not a very deep and um uh, recovery type of sleep so it's really important to try to really protect that sleep hygiene and if you if you're heavily pregnant and obviously when you're in third trimester it's very difficult to actually have a full night's sleep it's good to take naps as well so that has been shown to really um, uh, boost uh, your energy and your immunity as well by taking naps and it will reduce stress which is huge Exactly, exactly. And um, if we're talking about kind of after pregnancy, once someone has welcomed a new baby, yes. um, it's obviously difficult not being able to visit family uh, and do all of those kind of big celebrations. What can people do to kind of deal with those emotions? Absolutely. I mean, I, I personally, even in normal circumstances, recommend postnatally minimum the six week of life to just really um, heal and just to be there with your baby to bond and attach and for you to just recuperate from your pregnancy. So it's not a bad thing that you're at home uh, during the first six weeks after giving birth. But in terms of having that postnatal team, um, again, like when you were pregnant, it's very important to keep that connection, those video calls, those chats, if you have a partner, or you have a friend that could help out in terms of, 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 of meals, and as much as possible, if you have other children as well. So that's really important for mental health, because we have seen that um, pregnant women that tend to be anxious or stressed do, during pregnancy, that could actually um get worse postnatally um, during the first year of life of the baby. And it can also affect uh, men as well. So one in 20, uh, one in 20 women could have postnatal depression, but one in, um, sorry, one in 10 women could have postnatal depression, but one in 20 men could also have postnatal depression as well. So it does affect partners as well. So it's really important to really protect your mental health during the pregnancy so that when you have your baby, you've got, um, you know, you've got those tools and those toolkits and, and the structure that you had during your pregnancy in terms of calls and, and support 
that can um, help uh, postnatally as well. What are the signs that um, you're maybe struggling with postnatal depression or, you know, the normal coronavirus anxiety has tipped into something more worrying that you need help for? Oh, that's quite tricky. This, like, like I said, this is a new virus, so we won't yeah. know. But I can tell you that um, there's a difference between baby blues and postnatal depression. So uh, mm-hmm. women after birth, they tend to actually, because of the hormonal shift, they tend to feel a bit, you know, more low in terms of mood, etc. But if it's if it becomes more than three weeks or longer, then that's when you should contact your GP or um, or if you if you if if you, if you were suffering from a mental um, um, me- mental health during pregnancy, then you should contact your support system um, and and just tell them what's going on because. Uh, you know, the sooner we intervene, the better. Um, but in terms of knowing if this is because of the virus or not, well, it's a bit difficult to know. But, yeah. it, but I, I, I feel that uh, at the moment, if you feel overwhelmed and and have chronic stress and and, and anxiety, it's really important to, um, to 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 really reach out. And there's a lot of um, uh, there's a lot of actually um, mental health support out there that for free as well from mental health work, et cetera, to assist uh, pregnant women and, and women postnatally as well. And the majority now will do video calls or over the phone. Absolutely. So even if we can't get out, you can still get they support. So the mental health services, the local calm services, uh, the local counselling are all trying to provide as much as possible video and telephone support. And if it's something they think they um, they you know they need to have a face to face with you, so they will actually schedule that. If you've been affected by any of the stuff we talked about today or you're struggling with your mental health amid the pandemic, you can contact the Samaritans on 116-123 or go to the website at samaritans.org. softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlingbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.